Yo, what's up everyone? It's Danny from the Beer Slingers. Just uh, coming on before the episode to let you know that um, Manny's mic kind of sucks. Original audio didn't get picked up by his mic because he talks really loud. (laughs) So uh, we picked him up off of the other mics that we have. So fortunately, it is a little low on his part, but you know, I, I could salvage it a little bit. Uh, so apologize for that. Apologize for, you know, kind of shitty audio. And it won't happen again. But, yeah, just wanted to also come on here to thank you guys for the continued support. We appreciate every single one of you guys that listens to us, you know, regularly. Um, and, you know, we've been having a great time. And it's been it's been great. It, we've really had a great time. So thanks to people that continue listening and all the new people that, you know, listen from the bottom of our hearts. We appreciate it and can't thank you enough. So, sorry, that was my dog. <laughs> uh, enjoy the episode. It's a great episode. The Bada Rubber guys, they're great people and super, super funny. Um, so, yeah, let me know what's up on the socials. Uh, and leave a review if you guys would like to, too. Um, yes, whatever. Uh Shit, this is going so well. But anyways, I'm I've done like ten of these, probably more. So love you guys all. Thank you so much, and peace. I'm gonna preface this with I'm not a fan that I have to do the intro, but welcome back to Beer Slingers. Today we have nearly full house. We got uh, Manny, Danny, and Jonathan. Uh, some special guests in, um, and it's good to have everyone back. I honestly haven't done a podcast for the Beer Slingers in a while, so it feels good back to, uh, to be back in uh, HQ, as they say. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's a time when I turn it over to our guests to uh, introduce themselves to my left. I'm Adrian. Uh, and I'm Sebastian. And we are with uh, Barra Brava by Mars. Yeah. yeah. Welcome, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us and being here and uh, just hanging out. And yeah. Thanks for having us. So, um, but can you guys give us like a like a small little history, like uh, a, about yourselves, and if you guys want to go separate or together, whichever one. No, however you guys. Go uh, yeah. Um, so uh, we're originally from El Paso, Texas. Um, I moved here in about 2005 to go to. To go to art school and um, got my degree at the Art Institute. Went to UIC for MF- MFA. Uh, pretty much realized I wasn't going to get a job. So, uh, in the middle of grad school, I started uh, home brewing, and then out of there, I got I got a job at a uh, Brewing Grow, doing uh, just selling um, you know products for uh, for home brewing, and it was pretty great because I would get like you know discounts and whatnot. So it helped me. Just start continue to brew, and I was brewing there, and then I got picked up at Mars. Um, my brother and I, we were we had this idea of doing our own brewery. Yeah, that's right. We're brothers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know how long at this point. Probably like oh, it's been a while. That was at that point, like, oh man, probably three, four years before you started at a uh, at yeah. Grow. Yeah, we, we talked about it. Yeah, he was still living in Houston before he moved up here, and that's the, I mean, honestly, that's when we started, when you were still in Houston. Um, what was the first beer you brewed at home? The first beer? 
It was like one of those came in a kit. It was like an extract beer. I think it was just a simple. Oh, I want to say it was a summertime ale is what they called it. Whatever the hell that means. But it was just a, s a simple pale ale. Um, it tasted all right. It wasn't like, obviously what we do now is way better, but uh, I really didn't care what it tasted like. What I really liked was the process of making it. That was, I, I, I found some sort of like, and I still find it today when I brew, this sort of like, I don't know, I, I, it's kind of like a meditative kind of process where I just get into this mode and I, I eight, eight hours later I'm done and it, it's it's like a really nice kind of like kind of zen feeling I go through with the process and that's kind of why I fell in love with it and I continue to do it and why I do it now it's uh, I really like the process more than I'm I mean I'm kind of open to what the end product is you know what people like about it and the feedback I get um, I'll be honest, I wasn't even a big beer drinker when I started. Uh, I was more of like this, the, the actual making of it. Um, reminded me a lot of what I did in, in, art, in art school and just making something. But the, the trade-off of this is also like, I get to make something that people enjoy, you know? I, that's, mm -hmm. that's the kicker for me and has mm -hmm. been for a while. So, sure, yeah. yeah. As for myself, I was... I've been in the uh, restaurant industry for, God, fuck, God, as far as I can remember. Probably been in the restaurant industry 25 years, 20 plus years for sure. Um, <clears throat> of course, at that time, you know, restaurants were very different than what they are now. COVID kind of did a number on everything. Sure. Uh, the prices of everything has changed. But during that entire time, I'd always been noticing all these changes that are happening with liquor, with, you know, with booze, with beer, with uh, the changes that I've had through the restaurants and through that industry, uh, which is when I when he started brewing beer, I was like, you know what, this is something probably we could probably get into. Now, keep in mind, this is Texas, right? This sure. is Houston, Texas, mm -hmm. twenty some odd years ago. The beer profile back there, back then, was kind of sort of you'll still find it where it's just Coors Light, Miller Light, Bud Light. Sure, right? the, the staples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little shiner, uh, a Shine, little shiner, shiner Bach, uh, some some Lone Star. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Squeaks in. But you're looking at those. Right, so the reason I moved to to Chicago and left Houston, I mean, I had a great, a really good job bartending and stuff like that down there, and and opportunities, was because I wanted to learn more about beer. Sure. So if you're gonna learn about beer, well, there's only a few places that you must go to: Chicago, sure, sure. maybe California if you can afford it, and maybe you know parts of Oregon and so forth. Sure, sure. But Chicago's the place, you know. So I was like, well, fuck it, he's up there, yeah. well. I'll go up there. Yeah. And then just dive into it, you know. <laughs> for yeah. sure. What's the what's the process for you, like making beer and stuff? Like what? Um, you kind of just like know what you want to make, or is it like? A uh, originally, and we still kind of stick to this. We tend to brew seasonally. Sure. Um, and when we're not doing our flagships, that we're, that's what we're trying to do is something that might, if we want to do, since we do classic beers, it's more of like what is it that's going to be good for like a summertime drink, a springtime drink, sure. a fall, whatever. Um, or if we want to, you know, fuck around and put some, you know, uh, ingredients that are, that are also seasonal, mm -hmm. that also determines what style we're going to do and what, what's going to benefit those, those ingredients and vice versa. So sure. I kind of, we kind of don't know what yeah. we want to make. Sometimes it's just like, well, I don't see this on any tap. Let's just do that and see what happens. And, Sometimes, like we might, we make beers that are just requested, where sure. we're like, "Oh, I don't, I don't really care about making this beer," and it ends up 
being a hit. That's sure. kind of like what happened with our Mexican lager. They, it was, it, it ended up being our our flagship beer right now because it got a great response and it still continues. Really to. good. Yeah. But it's funny because like I think it was one of our managers asked us, "Hey, can you just make one of these? Because you know we need we need a lager." I was like, "Well, sure." And I made a recipe, kind of didn't really think it was going to be that great, and it ended up being a hit. So, you know. So I think that way. sometimes shit works out like that where you're just like, uh, you know, yeah. it's whatever. And then it ends up being yeah. a thing. Like, I really enjoyed your black lager. Or, oh, sorry, black IPA that you guys made. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. was really good. That one was really that good. Was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then we had it when the, we were just talking about the game. And that's when we had it when you guys uh, brought it out, I think it was. Or was it before that that you guys had released it? Yeah. Don't really remember. But I can't remember. Yeah, yeah it's been so we, we got there's so many beers. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's just like it's all scrambled into one. Everybody's asking me like, "What's in this beer?" I'm like, yeah. "I honestly don't know at this point." <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah, I feel the same way in the retail. Like a rep will come in, and be like, "Hey, remember that beer I talked to you about three weeks ago?" And I'm yeah. like, "With no like disrespect, no, I do not. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've now scrolled through yeah. between that time and now. I've scrolled through." 500 beers yeah. like i'll yeah. remember like if you tell me about it yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the it's name like, of that yeah. beer is not or like or the, I don't sometimes know they call they, it. they'll come in and be like hey i talked about you bringing in this beer the last time like oh fuck we did yeah. <laughs> we did shit oh uh, yeah i'll get it next time or like he's like oh no i'll just hit up your rep and i'm like okay but there's yeah. no room for it anymore i don't have room yeah, if yeah. I don't remember, sometimes it's like, oh, I, th- I think it's this kind of hop or whatever. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, Sounds right. right. Yeah. yeah. Or a sensory guy. Yeah. I remember how it tasted. The names start to blur a little bit. And I, I used to like pride myself in remembering all of them, but now it's just impossible. Oh, yeah. And it's it's like, like that's a comment of the saturation. But yeah. <laughs> it's like the blue can. Yeah. Like yeah. Do you have any process, or do you are you so on the brewing side as well? I don't brew as much as I used to anymore. I do help out with any of the non-alcoholic stuff that we do for Mars, sure, sure. specifically. Uh, but basically, my position is just a, as a um, production manager. So just make sure, you know, the organizational side sure. of it, making sure I'm getting the inventory and all that. Now, the way I started, I started with wines and meads. Ooh, I didn't actually okay. start with, uh, with beers. Sure, I'm sure. not, like, I can make a beer. Sure, I sure. know the process. I can go through the steps. You know, the 60 minutes, this and that, and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But my beers come out very generic. They're they're just very, I'm not good at it. Sure, like sure, sure. Just, um, meads and my wines uh, that I focus on, yeah, I, I don't do it as much. I mean, the price of honey is ridiculous. So, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. <laughs> uh, even for the home brewer, you know, you're looking at, you know, five gallons or five pounds of honey for a five-gallon batch. You're already at $200, 100 bucks. you know. It's like, for good honey. Yeah, yeah, no. It like, says it's not drinking like it was. I don't want you to try it. Yeah, no. Pretty much it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Because <laughs> even... even <laughs> we we do... Yeah. 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 No, yeah, we, we yeah. don't... I, it's, it's one of the rules that I learned with a lot of the chefs that I worked with. Like, we don't... We don't you don't put if if you don't like it if it's not what you were going for it's not what you had envisioned and it's not what it was originally and it's changed you you don't serve it to the public you serve to the public what you what you had in mind uh, because if you're letting them drink yeah. if you're letting them drink something you're like oh well, fuck it got old and it's kind of stale or whatever but hey 
we need we need to make the money on that five gallon you know five gallon batch or whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's but you're lying to the customer. Right, right, you're right. Lying is uh, yeah, yeah. and then that's no, nah, no, nah, fucking pull that shit off, yeah. get it off the shelves. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, Mm. And I said, well, we grew up doing that shit, right? It's just easy. Like, we end up somewhere and we came up with something. They don't understand that. It's part of the human language. Yeah. yeah. The best thing I can tell them, you know what? I don't know today, bro. I'll, tomorrow I'll tell you. Because everything's terrible. You know? Just yeah, yeah. Stress, but lack of communication. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> that, that's kind of like us too like if someone asks us oh how's this beer and you don't like it you're never going to recommend it to them like you're never going to be like yeah yeah it's good you know, it drinks well you, know, you don't have that confidence to be I don't, I don't have that confidence to be like just be, just because I need to sell it just because it's almost out of code like, that's what I say like uh, whatever $20 purchase is never worth yeah. the, uh, losing mm-hmm. out on the potential for a thousand more dollars or whatever it is like yeah. The, uh, yeah, exactly uh, that could be a 10 year customer that spends X, Y, and Z amount of money that put a whole lot more than Twenty dollars just to get push that one beer yeah, that yeah. is struggling or whatever that's never worth it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah that's just yeah, so that's you know, standard standard customer service. You know, yeah, something. definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, what did we just pour out? If you guys can, I don't know. This was a. Uh, it looks like it was the Mars Mystic. Oh, the Mars Mystic Pale Ale. Yeah, yeah. This is a one of the newer ones. This one came out. This is the this is the newest batch that came out a few months ago. But the 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 beer itself came out. Last year, we had to come up with a simple pale ale. Okay. Ed, Ed was asking us for like, he's like, can you just make like a gamer beer? You know, something okay. that something to drink while we're gaming. And I'm like, yeah, just a simple pale ale. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Sure. And the first one that we made, this one's changed a little bit from the last one. This one's getting a better reception. I got some feedback from the first one. I was trying to mess around with some hop profiles and, and some different malts and make a pale ale a little bit different. Um it came out a little too bready. I used some victory malts. I overused it, I, I, I guess. And a lot of it was like, this doesn't taste like a pale. Um, but it tasted like what I was trying to go for. So, and and it's funny because a lot of people didn't like it, but Ed really liked it from what, from what he's told sure. me. And so then I took those notes and I changed it up to this one that makes it a little bit more classic, but also still messed it, was messing around with those hot profiles. But um now it's funny because now everybody's like, "Oh no, this is great! This is a great tasting beer." And Ed's like, "Well, it's okay." <laughs> <laughs> now, now he doesn't like it. Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, I don't know." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reminds me of No. Wow, really? Wow, I'll take it. <laughs> I can see that. The, the piney notes, yeah. It. I guess I can see the piney notes, but. It's, uh, it's got a little bit of that grassiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and I'm looking at that beer because, I mean, like, like anything, whatever, as an artist, you appreciate that. Mm. When I kind of sit down and write, the, I, I, can't, I can't look to my colleagues. Like, I, I'm like, I admire the writing, but the truth is that I fall back always on Rimbaud, Whitman. Mm. Yeah. So I try my best to be like, how the hell did I get to that point? Like, you just compare I, yourself to Walt Whitman? No, <laughs> <laughs> not in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Yeah. And I was reading Leaves of Grass, that, that whole book I read. I hope that I could write one verse that can land on that feet. And that's how I feel about this comparison. Like, 
appreciate that. Yeah, I remember, I've only had Planning Elder like once or twice, and I remember the first time I had it, I was like, well, I'm never going to beat that. <laughs> Screw it. Like, But, you know, it's it's also one of those things of like, you know, I I, I, I figured just to uh, take the ideas of it, but um, trying to copy or making it, making it isn't as interesting. I think if you just kind of mess around with, with what you have, make it make it yours, that's good enough for me. Like... Um, I like the idea that it's more of like an homage of, to it than it is, you know, trying to be like it. Yeah, you know? that's why I brought it up. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, I was definitely thinking of that beer when I when I came oh, up with it. When, <laughs> when I came up with this recipe, because I, I, the first time I, it was too unbalanced, and this one was like, okay, get it balanced at least. Sure. See if you can get the bitterness, the brightness, crispness, all that. Get the body. And from there, just adjust, you know? Sure. It's constantly adjusting. I've, I'm never happy with most of my beers. Never. He's I'm never happy. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think that's what we've heard from most brewers is like they're, they're never, like, yeah. like, like, they're like, damn, this is fucking shit. Yeah. But then most of the time, like, we we all really enjoy it. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, sure. You, I mean, I guess that's, like, everyone with kind of, like, maybe you with writing or Maybe me with like doing all this stuff, it's like, damn, this is actually fucking shit. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah. So I guess that I, yeah. you know, you guys have that same problem where sure. art an artist or like a brewer or maybe even your, uh, you know, no, doing yeah. all this stuff, it's kind of like, um, mm, no, yeah, no, sure. for 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 all of you listening out there, uh, <laughs> uh, that if you're the customer, uh, give give your uh, your brewers and and your your productions and your bartenders. A thumbs up every now and then. Let them know, hey, I really fucking like mm-hmm. this, or hey, oh, dude, yeah. this is because honestly, when 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 you're a brewer and or when you're a production manager or when you're on the canning line, no one no one really sees that. No one mm-hmm. sees the work that goes into making sure. a beer. Everybody wants to work in a brewery till they work in a brewery, <laughs> and it's 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 uh it, it, it's it, it can grind you down. So yeah. f- to hear someone say, hey, man, this is the shit. Sure. I really enjoy this, dude. It's it's. It, it gives you just that that sigh, like, yeah. oh, all right, okay, it's worth it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, like, constructive criticism really helps me. I, I mean, coming sure. from coming from a, an art background, I've been in so many critiques and where I got my ass handed to mm-hmm. me, which yeah. is what really happens to you in grad school. Um, it's it, at this point. I mean, it's hard to be unless you're go- really going for it. It's hard to be hurtful. Like, we'll sure. listen to make these tweaks or why don't you try this idea that kind of approach that really helps i feel um artists and, and brewers especially you know so i mean yeah that's that's kind of what i've i pay attention more more to that like i i i enjoy the praise but me being me i'm just like yeah that's that's great thanks i'm yeah, glad yeah. you like it but sure. but when people are like yeah this doesn't taste right this sounds off why don't you try this sure. i'm like okay that i'm writing down those notes yeah. my we, we came up with a short spirit last year for mars and my girlfriends have german so she 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 knows her her german beers and i made that beer and she's like no that's not a short spirit <laughs> like, and it was kind of like a go fuck yourself but kind of in a nice way i was like okay so next time i'll try sure. i tweaked the recipe and came out again this year and she was like okay that's it okay that's cool that tastes that tastes way better that tastes on point and, and it's a really good beer i'm, I'm really happy with yeah, that one i think I, is it the purple can uh what was that the was that the kolsch 
uh, yeah, that's the, the, that's like the, the issue. The, the labels the, look very similar. I think it's the purple. No, can. you're right. You're right. It is the shorts. Yeah, it's a purple. It is, one. It's like a purple can. Yeah, yeah. With the, yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you just talking about? When you're like, oh yeah, that beer from. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one hop. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to jump in. Is uh, two points or a uh, comment on what you guys were saying? Is we've interviewed Odia Sellers and Dutch Rag Brewing, and both the head brewers came on. And my perspective on what like a brewer's uh, mentality would be like more like science based. And they've all said, including you guys, that it's like artistic, creative expression, yeah. not like yeah. the chemistry behind it. And I thought yeah. that was kind of interesting that it's technically there is science happening and chemistry yeah. happening. But the reason I do it and the reason why it's whatever it is, what I do is because of the creative process. This is my art. This is sure. for the pu- this yeah, is for the public. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there definitely is a science, right? Oh, right? certainly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you start working with water and, and, and doing the, the ins and out of that. Uh, there's there's definitely a science to it. Uh, but in the end, it's it's the brewer really coming up with an idea, uh, a process. I mean, just if you look at a list of grains that are available <laughs> out there, for the brewer to know, okay, that grain is this and that grain will taste like that. And I mean, if I put a pinch of this into a pinch of that, that's ridiculous. And, and and honestly, like, the science will help with that, I guess. You know, if you start looking at, you know, the colors and, and exactly how how much sugar you're going to pull out of that grain and so forth and you break it all down, sure. But by the time you finish doing all that math, a brewer would have done five beers already. You know, yeah. Six beers. Like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, pretty much. So you guys are saying that you don't need all that chemistry. <laughs> I mean... Uh, I mean, you still have to do like the checks and the, sure. yeah. the balance, the pH to, and shit, all that. You, have, you, have, you still have to you do, gotta it, do all that yeah. stuff. And, and then I'm, also, it, sometimes uh, an issue pops up where you're like, okay, well, you got to go back to the, the fundamentals of, mm-hmm. of that science. Like, well, what the hell happened? Like, yeah, why why is this can blowing sure, sure. up? You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, usually, yeah. it's usually when it's when you're troubleshooting is when yeah, you go quality back to the science, control, yeah. Yeah. The quality control. Yeah, because you know, it depends on your background. There's some, there's some brewers who. Went to school for this and, and yeah, yeah. you know did the whole uh, what is it? Um, what was it called? The, I don't know. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called um, yeah, exactly. Whatever it is, but it's the school. It's the two or three year school, is it? Yeah, yeah. I can't quite you remember. Whatever it was. Yes, you went to. There are those who are like very much science based, and but it's always art and science with 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 this. And then there's like you know a lot of my generation I think came out of the homebrew, myself included. Sure, sure. Where you get you get enough of the science, but you know you're always left with the surprise of what's going to happen, sure. which is kind of what you're looking mm-hmm. for. I always I always compare to uh, I, I I come from a from a, phot- a photographic background. That's what I did sure. in art school, and I remember somebody asked me to describe it, and I said it's like being in a dark room where you're trying to make a print and you know, you expose it, you put it under under the chemistry, and you kind of don't know what it's going to look like until it just kind of comes up and it, sure. and, it, and it exposes itself. And that's kind of how I feel about beer. I have to wait two weeks to really know what the <laughs> hell I just did. We're just like, ah. I mean, the, the the numbers can the numbers every uh, for me. I feel like every brewer's sort of like target is to hit your numbers. Sure. If you hit your numbers, then great. You feel you'll feel great about it. What but you you, like, if you hit the the gravity that you're trying to hit, if it ferments down to what you're trying to hit, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff, like, okay. which is kind of really difficult to do. If you yeah. get it spot on, you you go home happy, you yeah. know. But at the end of the day, the yeast is going to do whatever it wants. Sure, sure. If you don't have means to control it, all that yeah. sort of stuff. So it's not, a, which is what I like about it, though. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and then, you know, the brewer does their job, and then they hit their numbers, and they're happy about it. And then the next day, the cellarman comes up and goes, <laughs> hey, that shit's not a, it's not for many, man. It's yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are we doing? The temperature's fine. This uh, it, it, you always get something tossed at you. Um, and not, not only that, the, the team is really important. So the brewers, yeah. are, the two brewers that we have, Sebastian and Alan, uh, at Mars, magnificent brewers. Sure. Uh, and then Alan is also a cellarman. I'm a cellarman. The cellar, cellaring team has to be sure. on it also. You don't get your cone drops. You don't get your temperatures correct. You don't get your CO2s right. You don't get your 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 gravities. You're not watching your gravities. The whole thing goes to skew, and and that's also part of that art form where yeah. uh, every cellarman. When I mean, this was my experience when I started. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, sure. <laughs> and and mistakes, and and I, thankfully I didn't have to toss a beer down the drain. But yeah, you know you, you're going to learn, and that mm-hmm. learning process as you pick it up you start making better beers. Like you mm-hmm. start realizing like, oh, that's from that, you know, that that bucket's not bubbling correctly or or, or or that foam looks really strange or that smells really, really weird. Like mm-hmm. that shouldn't be, this isn't a sour. Why does it <laughs> smell sour? You sure, know? sure. And then we can go to the brewers and we talk about it. And that's also part of that art process where, granted, it's more team-based, but you're still dealing with, well, have we experienced this? Mm-hmm. We haven't done this? Yeah. Have we not? Uh, if we haven't, all right, then, then then you start breaking out the science. You got to get the dishes. You got to take the test. You got to get your your samples. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it, it's something that you it, it's cultivated. It's over time. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's like, hey, I'm a master brewer from day one. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I guess you got the title. Yeah, yeah, even, yeah, yeah you got the certificate. If, shit. Yeah, and even <laughs> if you have all that, if you don't have the right team, as cliche as that sounds, sure. it's like any job, right? You need the right team. Otherwise, it won't matter, yeah. I don't think. Like, whatever we make, I always say it's we made it, you know? Sure, it's sure. It's never an individual. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The trial and error part, I, what you guys are describing, uh, and the reason I'm interested is, to be honest, I'm intimidated by the science and chemistry aspect of it, but I am very much interested in, like, tr- like learning by trial by fire. Yeah, and, sure. um like the creative process. So hearing all the brewers and people, sellermans and people in that industry here, it'd be like, now nah, you, you, even if you did have that certificate, even if, yeah. if, yeah. <laughs> like you're yeah. also like, until you are on the floor and getting something thrown at you, it's not like, you yeah. got, know uh, what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. A perfect example of that is, is the restaurant industry in itself. And then, you know, like I said, I was in the restaurant industry for a while, but when I first started cooking, uh, you know, on the line, just that, mm-hmm. you know, learning your garmanje, you know, your, your salad station and so forth, desserts, mm-hmm. whatever. It was hilarious because, you know, there were cooks that are on the line that have been cooking, you know, 15 years, 10 years, you know, the people that I was learning from. And I worked at, you know, higher end restaurants. Uh, those guys that would come out of the school and then like, oh, hey, this guy's going to be, you know, the leader of the garmanje station or the blah, blah, blah. And it was just funny when most of the cooks were like, this motherfucker doesn't know yeah, what the yeah. fuck he's doing. <laughs> like, and it's true. Like, it's, it's one thing to know, to have your foundation, and then another thing to be able to apply it. So, yeah. 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 Oh. Holy shit. Yeah, that's your experience, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can tell, yeah. Yeah. It came in a carbonation with a third of 
Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, you have that experience, you know, when you see it. It's, you should be a judge. You should be a beer judge. <laughs> like, if you spotted it that quick, like, yeah, shit, yeah. you definitely. I'm, I'm not. I'm not fucking around. You should be a. You should be a judge. Shit. <laughs> he can't be. He's never had. So any, then you uh, are an expert. <laughs> Bud Light or shit like that. He doesn't drink that, so he can't be. <laughs> he doesn't know what shit beer is. <laughs> he's just spoiled. Yeah, he's I spoiled, only bro. drink gold. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Triple Crown was great. Gateway drug. Yeah. Yeah. Pacifico. Yeah. 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 I think it was all like that. Yeah. Specifically domestics. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's wow. there, yeah. Door 31, 36, our domestic. What, what is your favorite Mexican beer? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I like. There you go. Jalisco? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. like to introduce the beer that we were drinking that I'm delightfully excited about and I'm going to do another uh, interjection. Can you do a quick defense of a cold IPA? Can you a inter- quick defense of a cold yeah. IPA? And, and Yeah. I'll leave you out to what that means. Yeah. Well, it, I mean for me, again like, I do enjoy the process because how it, how you actually come up with the recipe, how you treat the yeast, what yeast you use was kind of like when I first read up on it, I did a research when we were doing this this beer. It all kind of seemed the opposite of what I'm supposed to do. And also, uh, at the same time, it seemed like, well, but this is probably just like a, almost like a steam beer, but not, or like a Kolsch kind of thing. Um, but not at the same time because of the amount of hops that you use. So I was like, I don't know what this is going to taste like. And that that was exciting for me. Um, so I didn't think any of it was going to work. I was like, this sounds like bullshit. Sure. Like no way, no way, the way that they're describing, is it going to come out? And then I had it and I was like, no shit, it actually does work that way. Mm -hmm. So that would be my defense of it. Um, I don't know. Is there a reason for a defense? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Okay. That's why I'm asking. Sure, sure, sure. Uh Uh-huh. Oh yeah, but that's. That, yeah, I get it. That was. I guess it depends. I, it doesn't. I, that's 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 where I get lost. Was, I I understand the importance of the marketing aspect, and I I totally feel it. Uh, but to me, it's it's when when we were first told, hey. We want to make a cold IPA. I'll, uh, my reaction was, "What the fuck is that?" Like, <laughs> I've never yeah. even heard of this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Certainly. Um, 
And then, you know, he explained it to me, Sebastian explained it to me, and I was like, oh, okay, well, it sounds like you know how to make it, so fucking make it. To me, it was just like, oh, okay, well, then that's the case. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then, I mean, yeah. You know, I started looking it up and researching it, um, and then my thing was like, okay, well, now I have to order labels. I have to order backpacks. Yeah. I have to make mm-hmm. sure that we got everything. I, to me, that process, the marketing side to me of beer, I, I don't want it. I don't want it to go towards that that you know whiskey, single malt, uh, and wine level to where the marketing is more important than the product. Mm. Sure. Because at that point, you, you know, you, yeah, you do have certain wines, certain whiskeys that have that history that we all know who they are. We find we know what they're supposed to taste like. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people can sneak in with with you know what is basically fucking garbage, market it really well. And say, hey, you know, I'm gonna charge you $100 for this bottle, and it's like, well, don't taste like a $100 bottle, mm-hmm. though, you know? Mm-hmm. Tastes like shit. Uh, <laughs> but it, here's the thing: like, so cold IPA or IPA lager, whatever you want to call it, if you like it, then then it's up to you. It's up to the customer. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, when this one first came out, it it disappeared. Like it no. was gone. So this is killer. This yeah. is the one from the game. Hmm? Yeah. yeah. Mexico versus Argentina. Yeah. Con yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. I think you guys brewed it for the World Cup, no? Yeah, we, we, made, we came for up for, for the yeah. World Cup. Yeah. 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 yeah, just just in case nobody knows or realizes, uh, Barra Brava is very uh, football, soccer oriented. Like, yeah. uh, we're, we're, we're big on, on, on supporting that sport. Uh, maybe not the governing bodies of those sports, uh, <laughs> but the sport itself. FIFA. Yeah, FIFA. Don't yeah. get me started. <laughs> well, that's that's the name, Bada Brava, because yeah. it's it's connected to you know soccer supporters. Sure, sure. You know that's part of that's that's kind of what we wanted to do is was combine the two things that we really love. We grew up watching a ton of soccer. You know, living on the border. Um, we that's it was that in basketball. Yeah, but I remember basketball. soccer was just constant for us, and specifically me and my brother. The rest of our family wasn't really as into it as we are. We were pretty rabid about it. Um, but that and beer, and we figured, well, there isn't that much of a combination of that that we see around, that's being represented, and that's why we were like, well, let's 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 fill that let's fill that little gap and and see if people respond. Totally. Know? I also want to s- I just want to say we are uh, I don't know if you've done the name of it. We are drinking Frosty Fields. Frosty, Frosty Fields. Field. Which Field. we wanted to go with Frosty Pitch, but apparently somebody had owned that name on yeah. there or something like wow. that. Wow. Uh, but yeah, Frosty Field, and uh, yeah, it's got the soccer player on the on the label. Uh, that was the collab that we specifically Barbara did with Mars, because mm-hmm. uh, he he came to us and he said, "Hey, you guys, you, well, we told him a hey, World Cup's coming up. Sebastian and I will probably not show up to work for a month." <laughs> um, and he's like, "Well, let's make a beer for it." And he's the one that said, "Hey, let's Ed Ed is on that. We'll make a cold sure. IPA." And we're like, "Fuck it, all right, yeah, do not? it. And we'll do it." I mean, yeah. yeah. And do you want to say who Ed is? I don't know if every every Ed listener knows. Ed Marzuski. Yeah. yeah, he's a co-owner of uh, of Mars. Yeah. yeah, great guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Mike? Yeah, it sounds like Mike. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't smoke anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. No more Not cigarettes. anymore. He, 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 he doesn't quit. smoke now. Nah. He quit. Yeah, God bless him. Yeah. But, I, but I remember that time. And, uh, he's yeah. Yeah. 
overwhelmed, man, by the options. And I remember having, at that time, uh, Phil Coffee style that I always loved and probably isn't good at this point. I mean, if I were to drink it out, but it was amazing at that point. Yeah. Black Xanthus from California, and it was a refreshment trail style coffee. Hmm. And so Ed was there, and I remember he's like, Sounds like Ed. Yep, yep. And he was there and he's like, I want that too. We end up drinking like four of those. Oh my god, four Imperial Stouts. Yeah. Little do you know that he said that to everyone that came in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm saying, little do you know that he's special. Trying to make you special. Wow, decent. That's insane. Yeah, four imperial stouts. Oh man. Yeah. Hopefully they were a ten ounce pours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You pick me up and pump my stomach after that one. <laughs> yeah. I can't really fucking do that. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. You guys made, have you guys made stuff? You? Barra Brava? No. 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 You, guys fo- you guys focus on just clean beers? Um, I guess it just never came up. Uh, we, we were going to do... No, I, it's never come up because like sometimes, especially since we're brewing out of Mars... Uh, so when we make our decisions, we think of like, well, what's on tap and what's not. And sure. usually, when it's stout season, Mars itself makes a lot of stouts. Yeah, they do. And we're kind of like, well, let's just do something. Yeah. So we d- we'll do. Well, that's like why we did the Rogan beer this time, though. The Rogan beer we did was a Rogan beer, yeah. which you don't really see uh, uh, much out. Sure. And it, that one was a real, well, a strange one because, it, yeah, we're like, fuck it, let's do this one. It's a little strange. It's out in left field. Uh, give it a try. And it, when it first popped onto the taps, it it was not moving. Yeah. And then. Um, I started bartending <laughs> and I started getting people in, into it. And then, oh man, at that point, you yeah. know, so uh, that's, that's the thing with Chicago is that there's, there's a lot to taste and then people kind of find their, their niche, their, like their, their little groove. And then, then for them to get out of that groove is kind of like, we have the people that come in and was like, I only drink Casey's. Mm-hmm. Well, you're kind of missing out, buddy. Cause yeah. there's a fuck ton of stuff to drink. And mm-hmm. I only do, you know, super hoppy beers. How about a nice little soft toppy one? Yeah. <laughs> and it's a reoccurring theme in our podcast. And yeah. we said in both sides, but but like as in many ways, our job is to be salespeople and, mm. and like steer people's palate. And like we sometimes find people just like stuck in the box and you're like, please, yeah. can you try yeah. something else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, okay. no, no. <laughs> which which is a, it's a, it's a great topic because do you find, so as, as seller sellers uh, of alcohol products and so forth beer slingers yeah, mm-hmm. beer slingers, yeah <laughs> as beer slingers <laughs> do, do you find that you also end up fighting against the other parts of the industry so like w- one of the big things is is like i'm gonna drop names now uh like zimmergy magazine uh and and other uh periodicals uh, other journalism avenues for this industry tend to push 
yeah. kind of like, hey, this is the hop of the season, buy this hop. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is the malt of the season, yeah. buy this malt. And this is the style that we're going to profile. And then people go ape shit over mm-hmm. it. And it's like, oh, no, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. that's cool. And then the, the rush stays for like eight, nine months, 10 months. See that all the time. And it just pins mm-hmm. some of us, some of the brewers, towards like, well, we have to fucking do that because yeah, that's yeah. what people are just the, drinking. This, you know? Okay. Because like, uh, like this year, supposedly the year of the cider. Supposedly, ah, that's great. That, yeah. that was Hop Culture who said that, and then the article. And um, so I don't see a lot of cider push, but they do that. Cold IPAs were another thing that yeah. were like, uh, like that. It's the beer of the summer this yeah. year, or beer of the year. It was cold IPAs. Um, and then they do like the top ten lists, and they do like the top twenty of all time and stuff like that. So I, I think for a long time, like, like four fifty. You guys know four fifty. They do like the slushy mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, like yeah. even till this day, you have people looking for it because it has such a like people like, and not, it's not that it's not a real sour because it is sour, but it's more fu- fruit puree than anything. So a lot of people be like, oh, this is my favorite sour, like, bro. I can show you a better sour. Yeah. <laughs> but since everyone is like, hey, try this one because this is, this is the shit. This is the best beer that you'll have. Right. Yeah. The hype. Go, yeah. They remind me of Supreme. Like yeah. The very much. Brand. It's very yeah. much like Specifically that. 450 North. Honestly, undoubtedly, like if you want a fun sour, like I'm yeah. not, I actually, they're fun. Exactly. You know, I do yeah. enjoy them yeah. every once in a while. They're super fun to share with people. They're like, this is a, a kiwi melon, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, <laughs> what is this? It's yeah. fun. But it reminds me like the can art, the hype around it, like the, Kind of like the allocation, like where do you find it? Can you, <laughs> what yeah. price are you getting it at? Like it reminds yeah. me of like streetwear or like hype brand clothing. Right, it reminds right. me of. There's, yeah, I mean the trends are trends are important. Uh, the thing is, is it's hard to explain to people. Also, like uh, uh, Belgium's for some reason, especially in Chicago, don't get a good following, and people kind of steer clear from Belgians. Uh, but all the flavor profiles that we're talking about, sours, hazies, uh, wheats. You can find it throughout the entire characteristics of Belgian beers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which I made ready a classic, eh? Oh, yeah. From our store? Somebody a Duchess? Looking, somebody looking to get fucked Duchess? up. Duchess? Oh, Cherry? Uh, Duchess is good, yeah. Yeah. Right. To me, whether they sell or don't sell, it doesn't really matter. It's big companies are going to support you regardless. Mm. Already, if, if I'm in the business for 30, 40 years for a reason. And I wanted to do that with the folks that, because that's where people are coming. Folks that made it to the other doors, either east or west, and that's mm. Uh, on on your eye on your side, do you see more people coming back towards more traditional, classic, continental, you know, yeah. like European European side? We're not we're not the the big New England IPA rage is kind of slowing down. Yeah, we, all three of those years you said that. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Yeah, and actually, that, that's a, a question that I have for you guys, too. And I'm, I'm, what I'm doing is just picking your guys' minds here, your yeah. brains. Uh, because you're on the aspect of, of like, you, you sell, yeah, we sell, you sell it. it. So, yeah. like, I need to know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, what do you think uh, between the debate of 12-ounce and 16-ounce? Because, like <laughs> you just said, there's sometimes it's hard to finish a four-pack of, of whatever. Maybe I'm not going to name a specific beer. But sometimes, yeah, man, like, you get one, and you're like, well, fuck, that's, that's good enough. That's... <laughs> Mm. I know they're specifically modest. Have you guys? They're like, oh, they can't. Receive criticism? Sorry, but I have to ask because for the, maybe for the they 12s? don't. Yeah. From from my aspect, like, you know, we'll hear people, hey, you know, it's better if it was this size because of sure. the costs, right? Mm-hmm. So I hear that. I, you but know, it, I, I'm in the basement, so I don't really hear, sure. like, yeah. the, the sales team probably hears <laughs> once, more. Once of it. it's in the tank, I don't know what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. It. yeah. And once it's in the cans, it's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ah, or the tulip meaning? That's me. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Blood oath. Yeah, the individual, of course. For those specific styles, to truly defend it, I think 12 I honestly think it's more than that. I think it's now like when craft beer started surging, what's say, I don't know the exact like, time frame, but it's about like a 10 year period. Like, I would say four pack, 16 ounce became prestige of like quality, and that has transcended to now a little less so where i feel like a lot of breweries are nervous that like if we do uh something outside of that realm it's gonna be not associated with this prestige of quality or like the the norm and i would i would see that definitely in customers being like why like even i guess on the opposite end too they're like why no six packs i'd be like because everyone's worried it's not going to sell because they're like oh it must if it's in a higher volume like a more quantity, the lesser the quality. Like mm-hmm. you, they associate with like, okay, twelve pack Bud Light. That's a higher quantity, therefore it's a Bud Light beer. And you're like, well, no, it could be a, just they haven't they enough volume around it that they can sell twelve packs yeah. of it. You know, yeah. I, I think that's what it kind of comes down to is like just like a, the norm when it came to drinking high quality beer. And I would say it definitely decreased in like uh, like a, uh, uh, a mainstay. But if you go to our like rotational craft, it's definitely ninety percent of them are four pack, sixteen ounce, without a doubt, without a doubt. And like very few six packs, very few twelve packs. I think we have one or two in like terms like like a national like rotational craft that are twelve packs, like a couple of six packs. But I think it's the it's the label of this is what you drink as a craft beer drinker, Mm. and this the size. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it definitely looks like the six-pack, other than for the major, you know, the conglomerates. Like, yeah. It just took a shit. There's, I can't find a six-pack of, you know, basic, you know, good local uh, microbrew. You're not going to find a six-pack. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, also with bottles, that was one of the, <laughs> the gross <laughs> things. Like, the bottles just disappeared sure. also. Oh, yeah. You know, which, and, and, and I remember when I was driving for Mars at that time and I was doing deliveries, like, man, a lot of places that I got to were just like, 
stop putting your shit in bottles. Mm-hmm. Stop putting yeah. your shit in bottles. Like, all right. Oh, yeah. And that's what the customer was demanding. So I was like, all right, so you have to make the change. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's happening now with the four pack 16 ounce. It's now transcending into like, maybe this isn't the most efficient way. Maybe like I actually just want the 12 ounce because by the time I get to the bottom, it's still cold. And like, as opposed to when it's a tall boy or a 16 ounce, like it's warm. Oh, like I feel like people yeah. are realizing like maybe not the most efficient. No, <laughs> no, no. And I, same with I, bottles. Like yeah. it could go bad and all those things. Like it's expiration date. It's more fragile. Yeah. I've always thought that like, uh, like different beers should have different packaging almost. Like, mm. uh, if it's a sour, you're not going to finish a fucking 16-ounce sour. You yeah. could. Could, but are you going to? Eh, yeah. Most of the time, no. So maybe a smaller, um, what's it called? Uh, 12-ounce or whatever. And then if you like a nice lager, you're going to finish a lager, no doubt. Yeah. Lagers are crisp and clean, and you can do a 16-ounce of that. And then, but I, I don't really, I don't care. Like, I'll sell a six-pack, and I'll sell a four-pack, and I'll sell this. Is it weird in the coolers if most 90% of beers are in 16-ounce? Yeah, but you can always find a way to make it look good and make yeah. it work in, in the coolers and stuff. And same with bottles, too. Bottles are weird. Um, so, like, you have to give them almost their own kind of door. Yeah. Like you got to give them their own space so that way they're not, you know, um, what's the word? Um, hidden within the four-packs because no one's going to really look – or, sorry – Four packs, six packs, cans. Like yeah. no one's gonna really look at them. So that's why you give them their own door, so that way that they, um, they're like, oh shit. So you have all of these? Yeah. Okay. So let me just look at this one and let me see what's in here, mm-hmm. rather than just uh, six pack makes more sense than the bottle. I don't know. But to me, I don't care. I'll sell uh six packs, four packs, and I'll drink any. Like it really doesn't matter. Yeah. To me. I know for some people it's like. Oh man, I hate that it's a sixteen. Like he brought a, a good point. Like it could get warm at the bottom of the sixteen ounce, but at yeah. the same time, it's like, yeah, it's, it's gonna happen from, from, the, from the production side. It's just yeah. it, 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 like switching back and forth with the candy line and all that. If you're going 16, 12, 12, and then another yeah. sixteen, that becomes a logistical nightmare, I think. Uh, and then also, like, it's just this thing. Like, so if you did, like, okay, so for example, we have a Mecca Marzilla and King Kona versus Mecca Marzilla, which is some heavy, heavy <laughs> beers, which I wouldn't want really for them to be in, in 16 ounce cans because, I mean, you're talking about a 16 ounce can, four pack of what was it, 9%, 10% beers. It was a 10, I think. 10, 10, yeah, it was two. a 10% Very beer. Yeah. There, yeah. So that's like, you know, yeah. holy shit. Like, do you really want to f- smash that four yeah, pack? Yeah, yeah, you're on a mission. Like, do you really want to yeah, finish yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then at the same time, you know, like Chug Ice. Would be great in a sixteen ounce, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it's just a weird. I mean, they're already in forty, so fucking. Hell, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, our, 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 uh, we're about to can uh, the Barra Brava Mexican Lager for the first time. That would be nice in a sixteen ounce, you know. Uh, so, um, it's just, it's just weird. It's a weird point in yeah. the market right now. And then, yeah. So I was just trying to figure out like what you guys see the customers actually asking. Sure. For, so. Yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. 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 And it's, it would also be weird, like, hey, you know, this, this at company X has a 16 ounce in this yeah. and a 12 ounce in that. The customer's gonna be like, well, why? Like, yeah. why? Why are they doing that? But yeah. but it's also a thing because if like you have like your new beer drinkers, the new people that recently started drinking beer, and then all they know is uh, 16 ounces. Right. Well, you have your older, you know, crowd that knows bombers. Yeah. They know six pack 16 ounces. Um, they know fucking small 12 ounce bottles and they know it all. So I don't think they really care about the size because I still have guys that, um, come into the store and they buy, um, uh, what's the beer? I always forget that has eight, nine and 10 on it. Um, Rocher. 
uh, oh, right. Rockter or something like that, whatever it is. I still have people that come in and buy those little 12 ounce bottles yeah. all the time. I have people buying Duchess. I have mm-hmm. people buying, um, you know, just sizes that. Yeah, that's exactly. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is that there, there's culture that know stuff before 16, six pa- or four pack, and then there's people that don't. That's fine. We can talk politics. No, no, let's not. (laughs) 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 What's up? I said, hold on, let me finish. Yeah, no politics. (laughs) I don't know. So, what he said pointed me was about the one host. No one host. Let's talk about like, we have two bottle Right. No, fair Still enough. A strong rooted beer community of individuals and collectives, you get together and share bottles, right? Mm-hmm. But the newer generation of beer drinkers, the medium beer drinkers, they don't have any of that. Yeah. That's the hosting part. We don't do that anymore. Like, this is cool. Thank you. You're part of the hosting chair. We're trying to get this stuff. And I think that hosting, if it was ingrained more civically and even culturally, we would be more open to trying full ounces and everybody would kind of learn from each other. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally agree with you, but but that that specific, like, um, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about politics right now. <laughs> <laughs> that, but, but like culturally, yeah, that that, that aspect, uh, you know, I'm old, so I, I, I've seen that change over the years. COVID definitely did a number on that, you know, like mm-hmm. people as, as communities, as groups would get together more. But now some of those groups that you that you form, even if it's just a beer group, either, like, hey, we're a beer group and we do this and this is the types of beers that we like, this and that. From the outside perspective, people look at that as not 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 mysterious anymore, or not oh I want to be a part of that, but kind of more like a that's weird. That's you know why are they like a group and why are they mm-hmm. so knit, you know <laughs> knit and tight and blah 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 and it looks almost like what's the word? Um, yeah, like it. it yeah, it almost looks elitist, but it's just a group, you know. It's like everybody, you know, everybody wants to be in a union. You know, that's what that is. You know, right? That's what that fucking is, you know. But it, if you're sitting there, like we had the tasting nights that we had, you know, at the brewery. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and it's bad the band broke up. But the big one, the band broke up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you had, you had you know like the sales team and the bartenders kind of be like, well, you know, why don't we do it? It was all because we do it at late at night. If you want to come down, go ahead. And I was like, well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll start that up again. Who yeah, knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, like groups are looked at differently now. It's not the same uh, as it as it was looked at. Like forming those groups, that would actually you know start movements. Like, hey, this is a logger movement, or this is a stout movement. Yeah. Like that doesn't mm-hmm. really exist as much anymore. Mm-hmm. It's looked down upon. Like, well, yeah. why are you why are you trying to start shit? I'm like, why are you starting to start shit? Yeah. I was like, well, because this. Yeah, it's not encouraged. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I was Mm. I love when people ask me, hey, you like they ask me sometimes and I'm just obviously I also have to admit that I work in a zip code that's affluent and flexible and it's very different from another zip code. Yeah. Have, right? And sure. over there and Danny like my house is expansion, right? They stick to the mainstream and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's they're not heavy. Some of them are open minded, you know, but mm-hmm. 
I would say the majority are not. Yeah. And so I personally do not have that environment, and people are way too but I think I always mention it's, it's really hard to get someone to stop drinking what they use have been drinking for 10 years like uh, I don't know like uh, how about you move away from that Bud Light and try uh, something else yeah nah I'm okay okay yeah. All right. well no it's just an example because I know but I know what you're saying about craft beer and stuff where it's like okay well here's a better example how about you stop drinking Daisy Cutter and try another paleo <laughs> yeah there we go yeah. so it's the same thing it was just a different you know but um what is that? We are drinking <laughs> Pipeworks, uh, Blood of the Unicorn, Imperial. Um, so, obviously, Blood of the Unicorn being one of their more, uh, I feel like that's a core three. That's what I described. And we got Ninja versus Unicorn, Lizard King, and Blood of the Unicorn. I feel like we're around their top three. Yeah. Um, Blood of the Unicorn being one of my favorite beers, honestly. Uh, an origin story beer for me personally. Ooh. I would say, you know, like probably the first one I had was, ooh, I would say. Seven years ago, and no one knows my age, but that would not be of, of potential age. legally <laughs> drinking age. <laughs> um, I guess I didn't have to admit that, but just did. Um, and, and it was awesome. But and so this is the Imperial version. just came out from Pipeworks. Um, I personally like it. I like that it's very bitter out the front, but then it has a little bit of like a malty sweetness. It fades. It fades at the end. Um, and that's... Malty sweetness, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the number one important thing with like a higher ABV more powerful red ale is it needs to fade at some point you just can't explode your mouth with this bitterness and it sits there and you're like whoo that might be a little much and so that's why i'm happy with it but what do you guys think it's I, I, i'm really liking it because it's on first the first sip i had was a lot of those characteristics that you just that you just mentioned i kind of was able to yeah. get them all individually mm-hmm. um and then i and then the more i'm drinking it the more i'm like they're all kind of harmonizing they're all very balanced now mm-hmm. um it's like an as present as they are you know? yeah no i would agree that was that was yeah. the number one thing i was happy with was like the arc mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. Yeah. no that's really solid yeah, actually yeah. and, and, yeah. and I, I have issues sometimes with very hoppy beers mm-hmm. i'm part of those genetic mutants uh, <laughs> where where uh, cilantro, like cilantro oh, sure. Tastes like soap, sure and there's some hops that are uh, just like that like especially amarillo like amarillo is like holy shit this just tastes like high spring like <laughs> <laughs> like it's just backlash to you know grandma washing my mouth out because i'm an asshole you know it's like oh my god this is just irish spring and there's there's some hops and amarillo for sure is one of them that i all i taste is soap that's like, unfortunate because yeah, like, every hazy in the world no, it, sucks. <laughs> it fucking sucks I get, because i can't enjoy like a strong like oh this is a super hoppy bitter ipa you're gonna yeah. love this it's like i'm probably not yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> thank you i'm okay <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. And, yeah, yeah. So, and then sometimes, I don't know, sometimes I'm bored on the train, and I'm like, people watching sometimes, it's like, man, something's watching, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I cut the center line just like, the people on the phone, so man, I thought... Well, humans are great, dude. <laughs> watching <laughs> humans <laughs> is great. You have the ingredients of Tamka soup, and it, and it like, broke it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, I, mean, I, I still remember like when I was like seven, eight, and I, I, I remember this just telling my mom, "Hey, you know, don't put cilantro in my my food," and the look on her face was just like, <laughs> oh, well, "Well, have I done something wrong?" And I was like, "No, nah, it's just, just I don't know. It just tastes like soap." <laughs> and uh, she, this is fine. So she was fine. You just got over there. 
later, like two, three months later, you know, I hear her telling one of my aunts that, and she was like, oh, no, no. One of our cousins, same thing. And I was like, oh, it's genetic shit. And then, you know, later, I was in college, and I read it, and I was like, oh, there it is. That's, <laughs> that's what the problem is. Yeah. <laughs> you, you give me all the cilantro. I don't give a shit. Yeah, he's, oh, he's I love cilantro. I'll eat the shit. And, and, and the, reason, the reason I brought that up is because Pipeworks, I... I, I love their beer. I love the style. I love what they do. Uh, but sometimes their beers are just like, oh, shit, that's just, that's, for me, a soap bomb. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is actually really, this is solid. Though. This yeah. is really good. This mm-hmm. is really the maltiness actually comes out. And also, like, I'm, I'm very susceptible to high ABV, to, mm-hmm. to alcohol. If I had it, if I get it, like, a hint of alcohol, that's all I'll taste. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't, we're going back to, we were talking about that, how I don't sure. trust my palate as much. Um, I usually let agent be like no this is shit or this is good because i'm like i really don't trust it um because especially with higher abv beers which is why like when i went to belgium everything's high abv over there yeah but i don't take you don't taste any of it i know that that's the wildest it's, it's so yeah. it's a dangerous country yeah no i remember <laughs> when i had the delirium for the first time and i honestly just bought it i was in paris and i was like that's a cool bottle yeah like to be honest i i knew beer very well but i didn't know like um uh, import beer very well um and i got it because they're pretty bottle and i was like oh he smokes yeah. ABV to uh, a profile yeah. comparison. And then I like looked into it and I was like, oh, this is actually like an OG beer that I should definitely have known about. And yeah, again, yeah. this is like seven years ago. But <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. What, what do you know? <laughs> Which in, in and of itself, that that's hard to do. That, that like, oh, we're going to make a strong, strong beer and not have it taste like ethanol. Yeah. Not be fusel. Uh, that's, it's, it, that in and of itself is hard to do. <laughs> Nice. Right on. <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> 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 well, let me show one you. One will <laughs> <Yeah. one'll> do <laughs> the <laughs> job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Oh. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Certainly. Yeah. 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 Well, you're you're finding <laughs> out. So now you know. Yeah. It's kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Those those are sneaky sneaky yeah, beers. Like a. Yeah. I remember the first time. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That's what you have to do. Like it was she. You can't put a ten percenter in a sixteen ounce glass. Yeah, Ooh, and that goes back to the, the packaging you just put it comment. Down. I mean, at, at that point, like as, as a bartender, you're kind of like, I don't, don't want to, you know, smear bartenders up at that. You got to start thinking about the <laughs> yeah. ethics on that. Oh, like, yeah. certainly. Here's a well, here's a twenty four ounce fucking ten ounce the fuck ten ten yeah. percent beer. <laughs> oh fuck! The manager definitely was pissed. They're like, "What the fuck did you just do?" <laughs> Careful standing up. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, well, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. The boss was like, What'd you just do? Well, <laughs> I'm running the numbers, yeah, and uh, <laughs> we poured five beers and killed the, ke- uh, killed the keg. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, uh, that's kind of like uh, Golden Monkey was like the first kind of beer I had that was like high ABV. Mm. Oh, sure. 
just fucking not there anymore. It's not Raging Bitch too, but it was. Uh, I mean, ah. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it, those high ABVs. Uh, it's also a weird phase. Like it's a, like, yeah, that that whole you know yeah, we've all experienced. You know, you go out and the cold air hits you, and then that's when all yep. of a sudden you uh-huh. don't remember shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you were fine inside. You stand up. You kind of like all right, whatever. And then yeah, dude, two of those, and then and. It, it, for all of you out there listening, be careful with those big beers. Right. Um, or don't. Or don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> enjoy them. Enjoy them responsibly. In your home. Yeah. Uh, enjoy them responsibly. Fuck yeah. Um, kind of the question that I just had for you guys. Is there a overrated hop that you guys think that there is? <laughs> What's like a... No also, a reoccurring question. Amarillo. <laughs> Fair. No, no. Soap. I, I like Amarillo. Like soap. Soap. Yeah, it tastes <laughs> like soap. Um... An overrated hop. Yeah. I, I think there's some that are. It, it, some of them were definitely very f- fad oriented, uh, but again, like I said, you know, sometimes the the, the industry drives you know sure. what's going to be used. Um, I mean, I don't know. If there's an overrated hop. There's hops that I'm like overused, or probably like you don't need that much of that hop. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, for me, uh, the one that that yeah. Let's talk me, bittering units. Let's let's get yeah. real about bittering units. For me, like the the, the hop that um, if you're putting eighty uh, pounds in a ten barrel beer, what are you do, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like at that point, like, that. I'm, what are you doing? I've always like the first time I had it was. Um, are we gonna finish it? Um, the Sabro hop, when that one came out, and when it, when we started using that one, that one was like, this hop just takes over everything for me, mm-hmm. and. At the time, we were using the, it, and I saw... Is that the coconut? coconut? Yeah, it's the coconut flavor. It's got, yeah, like it's got more coconut, coconut in it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is fine, but I'm, all I've tasted is coconut. And I realized, I, I, I started noticing that a lot of breweries were using that that hop, so... Yeah, Sabro's big. Uh, for me, uh, in my opinion, I think it, it's not as bad as it used to be, uh, but Citra, for sure, ran into this, like, everybody's fucking throwing Citra in everything. Uh I also look at Citra and, and Sabro as, as a balancing hop where, uh, it, it, in my opinion, they should be used to round out the other hop flavors, especially the ones that are super hoppy like Amarillo um, or, or hops of that, that type that are just going to give you major, major amounts of, of bitter, uh, bitter notes. Well, so um, working at Brewing Grove, we had a, we had a, like a... <laughs> We, we oh, yeah, I worked at Brewing Girl. Also, yeah, we so. both work at the Brewing Girl. And sure. the thing, the thing is, is that like, we we started working there in like the early 2010s, 2012s around there, and that was when Zombie Dust came out. So every oh, goddamn yeah, day, you guys got Citra. Come. I want to make Zombie yeah. Dust. You guys, <laughs> it's like they like we would have a run on Citra because we can never keep it on the shelves. So yeah. we got kind of like fuck Citra, but. It's a great hop. No, I like Citra. It's, it's just yeah, it's just <laughs> way way overused. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why it's used. Yeah, yeah. I'll be careful what I say, but for me, and I, I guess it's a slightly different because it's a process. But the cryo bothers yeah. me, and ah, yeah. cryo and bothers me you as know well. that's my personal opinion. <laughs> but um, and I again, I think I think it's a more of an association in which it's synonymous with something more than like I just like the cryo process. I think right. it's synonymous with something I don't personally like. Um, and where was I going with that? Oh, but uh, that uh, Piperx did a cryo hopped Blood of the Unicorn, and it was it was not it. <laughs> it was not it. Oh. And and so I brought in this Imperial, and I was like, please, 
let this be the one. Like, this is the one, right? Yeah. And it was. So I was happy about that. But <laughs> that uh, talking about things, I guess, is a recurrent theme. Like, cryo is like... Yeah, cryo is difficult. Cryo is hard. Mm. Uh, for me, there's like a, a mouthfeel that like lingers, it lingers too long for me, personally. So that's why I'm not a big fan of cryo. But I'm also not a big fan of, like... Uh, another one I just remember is like Nelson because I mean Nelson is like a it's like a good ah, yeah. it's like a good like mm-hmm. people say it's a good base to nah. use and stuff like that but oh I wouldn't I wouldn't use it as a base as, a, it's like, yeah. like, um, as an accent yeah. maybe but yeah. not a base that's that's what I've been told um, yeah. and it's like what <laughs> yeah. that's fucking dude you guys want to try some life changing toffee yeah <laughs> life changing toffee Yeah. Jeez. Try, try to do it not not yeah. Not in the microphone. That's yeah. pretty damn good. <laughs> no, <laughs> which is surprising. Thank you very much, sir. Cool. Oh, that is damn good. No, I'm okay, dude. Thank oh, you. That's gonna that's gonna pair well with this. Yeah, that's what I was like. If this isn't cooked, yeah, that is good topping. Yeah. <laughs> if this isn't cooked, thank you. But uh, salt, I think uh, let's not let's put it right here. Thank you. Oh yeah. Uh, last beer of the day, I think. Uh, what are we having? Just the last one. Yeah, we can have more after. Oh, we oh, can yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan, you've been pawning off the introduction. I'm pawning it back right back to you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Good move. We have a uh, Goose Island. Bourbon County, 2018, barrel-aged vanilla. That's damn tasty. And uh, this was a, a very hype one. I think oh. I overpaid for this one, but no, it's okay. <laughs> oh, the other thing I wanted to bring up was we were talking about sizes and stuff. Um, Anchorage still sells fucking bombers for like $40. So yeah. I don't think well, I think it has to have a name. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So it, there's, like that's, there's a certain few that can still get away with it, but that's yeah. because of their name recognition. But yeah, it's Same with like the Pine of the Yellow there. Like the, yeah, like the size is already associated. Like the brewery yeah. is yes. kind of like... Yes. They're Synonymous. Yeah, exactly. Same with like uh, fucking Modern Times and their fucking mm-hmm. bottles and stuff like that. Like that's another thing is like if it's a name behind it, it'll fucking sell. Like yeah. that's a thing too. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at a $40 bottle. I mean, that's yeah, a... Yeah. That's a specific market that it's going towards. It's not going to be. <laughs> How's it worth on it? On every shelf, you know. I love Bottle Logic. Okay, there we go. For yeah. me, it's worth it. I would With say Anchorage Logic. is very much worth it, but does it hurt my pocket? So, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like. Uh, you know. That Modern Times you grabbed was awesome, too. Mm. Yeah, barley wines are. Uh, we want to do a barley wine, but it's it's a time intensive, time intensive uh, process. We're team barley wine. Yeah. Our, um, not me. I remember Except for Danny Scrooge. <laughs> the only time I remember having like a, oh. I had a really good barley wine once where I was at his house party. We were at this house party with our uh, our manager from Brew and Grow, and um, shout out to Pat. Um, but he he had made something. Um, he had made a barley wine, and it was fantastic. It was amazing. 
And I was like, so what did you do? And he goes, I made the best beer in the world, and then I waited four years. I'm like, that's all you got to do. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, That's all you got to do to make a barley wine, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. We're about to have our first barley wine from Revolution come into our store. We're a fairly new store, and barley wine being a very niche, we talked about niche earlier, yeah. <laughs> demographic, and expensive, because yeah. we specifically have to, expensive to begin with, and our liquor license has to be, um, minimum is a f- uh, four-pack 12-ounce, so that increases the price off the bat. There was some little snafu, but uh, uh, next week we'll be bringing... Um, uh, barley wine from Revolution. Nice. Oh, so nice. I'm excited to like nice. have yeah. that available. You know, M- Manny and I always talk about like undoubtedly like having barley wine in our store isn't going to be like what pays the bills, but yeah. it's going to be that customer that comes in and be like, "Got barley wine by change." You're like, yeah, we do. <laughs> you yeah, know, like yeah. that's like that's cool, and like having those like one-off random niche elements, like it's cool to have in there and be like make that customer's day. You're like, oh wow, I thought I had to go somewhere else, but no, I can go to. Our store, yeah, that's awesome. That's that's awesome. A, yeah, barley wines are barley wines are delicious, and we want. But I'll give you my phone number in case one falls off the back of the truck. <laughs> okay, perfect. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I say we'll roll one down the street. <laughs> it's like what was that? Uh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The Mexican lager is going to. We're going to do our first packaging. Uh, it's going to be the number ten. Uh, Fucking and we'll hope. Yeah, so the keep keep an eye out. Chef Where's on the shelves? It's going to be one of the first ones. So. Um, right now, so we just came out with the, uh, with the American wheat, um, the American wheat, the Mexican lagers coming out. We oh, have, we have the so Vienna. We have, so we're doing a, a, um, what is it? A, a amber Mexican lager. Mm-hmm. So, so it's kind of like a Modelo Negro Modelo kind of thing. And I'm yeah. kind of looking forward to that one because I don't, it's, again, I don't know what's going to happen, but it, it seems like it's coming along really well. It's already in the fermenter. I want to see amber. Yeah, they're coming back a little bit. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember this was what like last August. You were talking about that, like make that. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it on the shelf. And then I brought it out. I was like, well, fuck it, we have, we don't have something like that. Yeah, and no, and it's, it seems like it seems like the market is shifting towards that. Like the Schwartz mm-hmm. beer is just taking off the Rogan beer, which is basically you know, uh, um, uh, a sourish. Uh, what is it called? Kind of like a wheat. Well, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a rye. It's a rye. It's a rye mild, basically. And uh, mm. people, once soon as they caught on to it, like, fuck yeah, this is amazing. Mm. Um, and it seems like people are kind of moving towards that, you know, the amber milds. I better say, speaking of milds, I don't think I've ever met someone that's tried one. I mean, like, I don't like it, but I don't think anyone outside of, like, knowing about the product has been like, I choose a mild ale. Like, you would have uh. to know about it prior to, but everyone that I've introduced it to, like, Oh, that's cool. It's a sessionable, easy drinking, but complex flavorful. Like that's it, it hits every category that you would want in a yeah, beer. Yeah. But yeah. we we continually talk about it. But the label scares people, or just like the unknown, and maybe that's part of yeah, our job yeah. is to be more educating. Yeah. But um, in I think it's I think a very interesting beer. Yeah, in our experience, it's a lot of our coworkers love the mile that we made. Um, and and it's like a working man's beer, right? So like, yeah. if you're done with the day and you're fucking tired. You don't want a lager. Those kinds of beers are their go-to. It's like, oh, this tastes like what I think beer would taste like. Certainly. Know? Yeah, and but I find I find like milds or English beers in, in general are kind of hard to push if they're not like stouts. Certainly. Yeah. We just brought in an old speckled hen, which has done pretty well. But I think mm. that's because we 
he has like the nitro widget in it too and like mm-hmm. in the packaging yeah. and we tried it um and it was killer and i'd had the only time i'd had it was on draft like a couple of years ago and i was super excited to see it was still very good on draft uh, on packaging so i feel like that's that's one that was like kind of off the path like an english pale ale that doesn't drink like the american's palate version of a pale ale but that was yeah. cool to see that we, we sold a little bit of it uh, decently yeah. well nice yeah, exactly which makes yeah yeah i mean mm. it's it's so creamy and delicious it, yeah. it was i was really happy with it yeah i haven't had it in a long time so i can't really say yeah, <laughs> yeah it, in, um that's, that's also the thing chicago beverage distributes it okay you know it, uh, in this country you know as much as you know we, we have absolutely done the full rainbow of beers because we can we're not stuck with you know oh well this is the this is uh the rules or this is the laws no no we 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 do everything it you can see that the 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 people that drink the beer um also are just in a process of education you know it wasn't too long ago that we're just coming out of you know the big the big beers but like course like miller like you know, we're, we're still young when it comes to, to being sure. fans of yeah. beer yeah, drinking. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. No, I, but it I seems like everybody's is willing to experiment, so it's, it's good. Yeah, that's the best part about it. Um, going going across the pond and going to Europe or, uh, you know, where these beers come from, these styles, you, you realize, like, I mean, when I first went to, to Belgium, I was like, oh, shit. We're not making anything like this. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even close. <laughs> I mean, and, so, and, and I, I went to Germany um, in, this past summer, and the same thing. I was like, "Fuck, we're not. We're not. We're just. Yeah, yeah. No, they're ahead of us by a few thousand there. years. Yeah. <laughs> what? The BC. <laughs> but sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And their drinking demographic is also ahead of us too. I think that yeah. might be more important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that set us back. But they there there's some there's some breweries that were making, you know, like American style, you know, New England's or whatever, and I'm like that fucking sucks. Oh, <laughs> you know? sure, sure. Yeah, so, yeah. you know. I guess I did have an IPA, a uh, French IPA, and uh, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. It was just like a very bland, like yeah. overly, overly, overly it's, bitter. They, they <laughs> seem like reluctant beers. Like, I guess we gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. try this. And I think they were doing it for tourism, to be honest. Hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they're a ho hum. Yeah. They're just there because people want them. Right. And that's why they're drinking with some of the American beers. Because mm-hmm. they drink so much yeah. of their own beers that they just want their palate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Americans have always been well. The U.S. has been well to shock. Yeah. That's what we do. <laughs> no, we can shock. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> as I drink my bourbon county. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of bourbon county, um, is it still still drinkable? 
I finished it, so yeah. 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 No, I'm happy with it. Yeah, we uh, Mandy and I tried it in 2018, Burbank County. That did not hold up, and it huh. tasted like. Like uh, it, it, tasted, it, it tasted like microgreens, to be quite uh, honest. Yeah. It, was it was wacko. No, it was 2017. It was a 2017. It was a 2017. It was a 20, and not an adjunct. It was a 2017 Bourbon County. Really this but this one's yeah. like really no, good. It's holding too. up. Yeah. yeah. But I have to drink it in sippies. So I it <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I'm definitely that's getting pushing that, it. That, you know, that, like, that warm. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was yeah, expecting. Was the, the umami yeah. flavor. Mm. It's yeah. not super soy either. Yeah. Yeah, so. and that's where I think that when the twenty we tried that 2017, like that the umami lot, came yeah. through as like microgreens. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have another one. I very rarely pour yeah. beer. I poured it literally a drain down a street corner drain. I, I was like, ah, this <laughs> needs to go somewhere. Not yeah. in my belly. <laughs> not, not, I, that should have make. But like, it was worth a try. What if it was cool? What if it was good? But yeah. Um. Well. It's about that time. Sweet. Cool. Right. We got some um, cool beers that their listeners are going to just have to be jealous about that on the yeah, table. Yep. They'll be there for next time. Sorry, buds. You guys can't have this. Um, <laughs> but uh, Adrian, Sebastian, thank you so much for coming hey, on. Thank you guys Thanks for, for having us. Where can people find you guys? Because we always forget to do that. This is very true. Picture and yeah. fucking you <laughs> guys. Oh, promote, promote, yeah, uh, promote. You can hit us on Instagram, Barra Brava Brewing Co. Um, right. On Instagram, you can head on down south to uh, Mars Brewing, Mars Community Brewing. Oh, We're down there. And then we have uh, the games. So if you hit us on Instagram, we have games that we show. We do showings, match showings for. Uh, just if it's down south or up north, you'll you'll be able to see on Instagram. Down or if Mars. you mm-hmm. if you want to hit us at our email, uh, Barra Brava. At no, it's Chela. Oh, yeah, Chela. Chela, uh, Barra Brava. Chela, Barra Brava dot dot beer. Um, I didn't even know you said a website. Yeah, well, we, we don't. Have, it's the website's. We yeah, have a website. You can hit that website. It's Barra Brava dot beer. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, that's our website. It's it's not updated. So sure, sure. honestly, our Instagram is the best because that's sure. where we respond to the quickest. Yeah, yep. yeah certainly. Um, but yes, yeah, all those other spots as well. Um, and then just my last question: You guys releasing beer soon? Like yourselves? I'm sorry. You guys like putting out beer yourselves soon? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're. I know you guys said the four pack, but is it yours or is it with? Wow. It's always with Mars. Well, so it's always with Mars. Oh, right, right. Because yeah, you guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're the, the incubator. Yeah, we're so an incubator, incubator project at Mars. Until yeah, we can yeah. get our own license, Sorry. it's always through yes, them. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. yeah, yeah. So they've they've been great. They've been supporting us. So yeah. um, okay. it's worked cool. for us so far. Oh, yeah, it's been and uh, I will. S- before, sorry, before we leave, I was going to say, no one's doing it like Mars, because that fucking thing was fucking yeah. amazing. That I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the bag that I came in with. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of reaching, and I think what I grabbed it. Oh, that's the wrong one. Uh, just imagine it says uh, Dank uh, oh, Magic Dank Market. Magic. Oh, you guys <laughs> magic. Had a good time, huh? Um, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that and fire. Thanks for hosting. Yeah. And no uh, one's doing it like you guys. Yeah, you the know? community, yeah. like in terms of community, like engagement when it comes to beer, like I don't think Bravo Bravo or uh, Mars does like any better. Like just so inclusive, nope. so willing to be out there, so willing to host. Oh. Um, and uh, this, this is, is awesome. Ed, appreciate appreciate it. Let, let Ed know that yeah, we're waiting for him to to be here. So we got a nice selfie. Have you asked him? 
<laughs> if you ask uh, him, he'll jump on it. Like, he's, not, he's, not, he's not shy. I don't think so. I don't that think man is not shy. He would be like, yeah. "Fuck yeah, I'm doing that." Like, well, whoever runs the Instagram never fucking tells him because they never <laughs> never replies. Oh, we'll that's, hit him. We'll I think that's him. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, that might be. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no. Hopefully, but thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, um, thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Well. That's Cheers. It. Cheers to you guys. Yeah. Cheers, guys. There's some more in here. All right, over and out. Yeah, see you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.